Well, I'll start off by saying this. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Mike, Mike. I just hope... But it's time. Oh, welcome back. This is Big Brother Sports Talk. I am your host, Michael Gomez, alongside with my co-host, Aunt Patton. This is Big Brother Sports Talk, episode 16. Today is... Wait, what's today, Mike? Today's January 9th. Today's January. <laughs> today is January 9th. So, if this is your first time listening, Wednesday. we'd like to thank you. Thank you for tuning in. And if you listen all the time, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, if you don't yet, make sure you follow us on Twitter, PatMoolah50856Philly,BabyGomez06. Let's get into it. Yeah, so with... with we record on Tuesdays. I'm pretty sure you guys know that already. Last night, the college football playoff comes to an end with Alabama, Clemson, in the national championship game at Levi Stadium. I, I wasn't expecting that at all, Ant. No. Um, I was expecting a neck-and-neck game. Well, it started off that way. They were going back and forth. Yeah, I think I texted you in, like, the first quarter, and I was like, I'm getting sick of the back-and-forth stuff. Yeah, and then Clemson just took over. Took over the whole game. I don't, I don't know what was up with that fake where they had num- their their kicker as the lead blocker, and it was like, what was it, like fourth and six or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm th- not they sure. decided to run it with the holder and have the kicker as a lead blocker. I think that was, like, the turning point. For Clemson to just take over the game if they're going to call that stupid shit like that. And Bama started off the game with a pick six. With a pick six. First offensive play. You expect to see that on the other side with Trevor Lawrence as a true freshman. I think Clemson did a really good job confusing Tula last night. Yeah. A really good job. Yeah, their defensive coordinator was on point. He he called everything right last night. Is is Dabo... Um, Nick Saban's like his weakness. Like that's the only guy that beats him. Yeah, they're they're actually they they explained it last night that they're like really good friends, and every time they play each other, the loser has to buy dinner or whatever. They said this is the biggest margin that Nick Saban has ever lost since like the good. year two thousand and six. Good, I'm glad two thousand and six. He hasn't that's lost twelve more. years. That's crazy. He well, hasn't 13. lost that much. Good. I I can't stand Alabama. I'm sure everyone else. And it's like the Patriots. If if you're not an Alabama fan, you can't stand them. Yeah, so. Because they've been dominating. With so that long. being said, is Clemson-Bama the new rivalry in college football? Like, is that the premier rivalry in college football? I think as long as Dabo and Saban are coaching those, those teams, I think so. Uh, Dabo seems to get some really really good players. Um he's got he's got a little bit of swagger. Um he seems to to get a lot of people that want to play for him. Uh and it it's fun it's fun to watch Clemson because I like I like the way they look on the field. That orange is is really is really cool looking, but I like I like Dabo's coaching abilities and how he coaches and I know, his team. And I know we talked about it last week or the week before. Dabo Sweeney is an Alabama alumni. 
Yeah. And yeah. I said he played quarterback, but Ant texted me after. He actually played wide receiver. Yeah, he did, and it was a walk At on. Bama from 1990 to 92, and he is born in Birmingham, Alabama. Yep. Who would think the Bama killer would be from Alabama? <laughs> it's kind of ironic. And like you said, I like Dabo. Yeah. yeah little I swag, a re- little different. Did you see him after the locker room? He tried to do a little suit dance. Yeah. Did you Did you hear their the uh, the two players like talk about Clemson? He uh, they they did the Suge Knight, the Suge Knight reference. He said, uh, "If you want to see your coach in the locker room dancing, come to Death Valley." Yeah. So instead of Death Row, <laughs> that was funny. So I do think that for for the near future at least, those guys are going to be there every year. Yeah. And another thing you we got written down right here on the notes is, will Bama ever miss the playoffs? No. And we're, we've talked about Bama being in the playoff every year. Clemson's been there the last three years, too. I think they've – have they been in it every – no. They weren't in it. They the, have missed the inaugural year, I think. Yeah, with uh, Ohio State. But I think they've been every year after. They've yeah. been just on watching last year and the year – and then this year winning it. Yeah. Winning two – what, two of the last three? Yeah. Clemson? They're on a roll right now. I don't know what, ha- Stand I don't know up what happened a- last yeah, yeah. year. ACC. Yeah. Clemson, the SEC killer. Yeah. And you think like, oh, the SEC is the strongest conference in college football, but you get someone from a weaker conference that comes in and completely de- destroys it. I was so confused. I was like, whoa. Because I mean, the ACC has a couple. They don't really have okay much. teams. They got Virginia Tech. Yeah, and that's kind of not been really crazy recently. Yeah. You know, the SEC has Georgia, LSU, Auburn. They're a powerhouse. Yeah, they they have some really tough teams that they, they have dominate to, college they have football. To play, but um, I looked I looked at. These these four college football playoff teams at a conference games. Well, actually, only three because Notre Dame doesn't play in a conference. And I realized that these teams go out of conference and play like kind of weak competition. And I'm and I'm like maybe well, maybe a lot of the SEC guys look at it as it as get a break. Yeah, because yeah, because from their that, schedule is tough already. Because like we said, the conference championship for the SEC is Georgia Bama. And we could argue that both of those teams should have been in the playoffs. Yeah. What other mm-hmm. ACC team should have been in the playoffs? You can't think of one. So maybe they look at it as a break, and maybe we're trying to give them a hard time. But I do respect when you go out of conference. And play and, a tough And like you said, opponent. go play a Michigan or go play Ohio State or yeah. go play some of those top-tier teams because that will only get you more prepared. For the playoff. To play an out-of-conference game like Clemson. Because it seems like the the playoff committee loves to do a team from each conference. Yeah. Like, they're kind of stuck in these ways of all, we can't have multiple. Like, they've done it before. I think last year there was two SEC teams. Yeah, it was right? Georgia, Alabama, actually, in the championship. Yeah, so they've done it. But the I don't – and that playoff system's a little weird to me. Yeah. I don't know oh, yeah. how they do it. There's always a flaw with the computer when they did the top ten rank when the top twenty five rankings and it would be bowl season. That was a little flawed. And now the voting is still a little flawed. Cause like 
Okay, say if Alabama does go out of conference and play a team like Ohio State, who has playoff implications almost every season, they're always they're always built to win whenever they play. So you go out and you play a team like Ohio State and you win, for example. They look at that at the end of the season and be like, "All right, well, Alabama already beat Ohio State, so they get our they get the nod over them if they both end up with one loss." Yeah, so. It you could know, help either team. Like yeah. if, if vice versa, if Ohio State wins, look, we have a out of conference game with Bama or Georgia or these dominant SEC teams. Maybe that's what Big Ten teams need to do. Yeah. We're they, talking AC, SEC needs to I think the SEC you can play every game in conference and prove your way to the finals. Like, like you can you can hustle your way to the playoffs. But like a team like Ohio State or uh, like Big Ten is the they're the conference that struggles the most to get in. Like, there's yeah. always like a bunch of top Big Ten teams that are always on the verge of right there. Like, they're always on the right on the cusp. So, if let's say Penn State goes in and beats Alabama, that that's like when you go to the end of the season. Like, yo, our only loss is to Bama. Yeah. Not not a, another Big Ten team or like a. So maybe those guys need to. Go play SEC teams more, and I yeah I think I think a lot of the Big Ten teams do try and go out of conference and play some some good teams like Ohio State went out of conference and played TCU. They're not a bad football team. No, I mean it's a good out of conference game. Michigan went out of conference and played Notre Dame week one. Yeah. So they they try to they try to build their I guess you can say their their resume yeah. early, you know, in case they come it comes down to a situation where. Oh well, we beat them, so we should be in over them. They try and build that early, so they they get style points. Basically. Is it Big Twelve you know? or Big Ten? It's Big Ten, right? Big Ten, yeah. Big Big uh, Ohio State went out of conference to play TCU, who is in the Big Twelve. Okay, so Big Twelve is um, Pac. No, no, no. That's Pac Twelve. Is like Oregon, all those West Coast teams. Yeah, the Big Twelve is Oklahoma, yeah. TCU, all those other Texas, guys. Right? Yeah, um, Texas Tech. Uh bunch of teams baylor yeah. kansas kansas state so uh, iowa state all right so i mean i know this is we have one more thing written down about the college playoff is well i don't know if we can say it anymore is college football ruined by alabama's dominance Dabo got something to say about it i think so and break it down i was watching i was watching the news or whatever and they were they were talking about the prices of the tickets. I heard they were lower yes, than ever. They were they were the lowest they've ever been, and it's like, well, we've seen this game so many times. We don't we don't want to watch it again. We don't want to keep watching Alabama in this thing every year. And it's people like, oh, well, Bama's gonna probably win it again, so they don't yeah. want to they don't want to watch. You don't want to even go, go all the it. way to San Fran to watch. Yeah, there was and a lot of game, empty seats. And to be honest, the game was good. F- for a quarter. Yeah. After the first quarter, it was kind of boring. It was like a it was a blowout. Alabama wasn't really producing on offense at all. Clemson's defense was they were on it. I thought I thought Alabama was going to be in this game like really early. I thought they were going to take control really early because of that that three and out on their first drive. And then pick 6 turns the whole thing Real around. Real quick. Yeah. Pick 6. So we want to say congratulations to to Clemson, the Clemson Tigers. 
Yeah. Shout out to Dabo Sweeney. It was it was definitely like a, a tale of, of two halves and, and Clemson definitely took away one of the things that Alabama was really good at and that's dominating the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Bama you, did Bama score in the second half? No. I don't think so. No, not at all. I think it was twenty one sixteen at halftime. Yeah, so Clem so Bama scored all their points within the first ten minutes. Or and the first said, quarter. Done. And they were like, mm. and said, so "I'm through." And went like, right. Nick Nick points. was like, "All right, well, we're done, I guess." Yep. I can't imagine how he feels today. Probably just as bad as Cody Parkey. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, we're we're gonna definitely get into that. Eagles fans, they <laughs> y'all lucky. They got the the um. I seen it on I saw it on Facebook yesterday. They put up a um a sign a, a billboard on two ninety five saying double doink. Mm-hmm. Chris Collinsworth is trash. Yeah. He's horrible. When I seen the game was being aired on NBC, I literally complained. I said, really? I got to listen to Chris Collinsworth? Yeah. Jeez. He's so biased against the Eagles. He's I don't know horrible. what he has. Like, I'm not an Eagles fan, but what does he have against the Eagles? I don't even Eagles? think he, when he played, I don't even think he played in the NFC. I think he was. He played in the bra- on, the, on the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, bro, calm down. So, I mean, Clemson dominates Bama Good. in the national championship, so. I'm cool with it. So, yeah. next topic, we're going to jump right into some Major League Baseball. We only have a few things to talk about. Winter, it's still cold out, so we're waiting. I'm waiting for baseball season. Yeah. We're a few months. Maybe we're two months away, February, March. I've seen something you put on. I think it was on Twitter or whatever you retweeted about. Can the Braves win the, what is it, the East? The, the NL East. East again, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's something that you know they're, they have a really, really good chance of doing? I do think we can do it. But I don't think I think we're focused on not next year, but the year after. The year after, we're more really focused. I you're don't think still, so. You're still like in a little bit of a rebuild mode. We're not. It's I don't even. It's not even about a rebuild mode. I just think last year took our our like our farm system. Well, no, no. Last year took us back because we didn't think we would achieve so so, so good. Much. So yeah. we have a lot of. Young pitchers, a lot of position players, some outfielders, some infielders, still in the farm system, yeah, like developing, and we, I think we're banking on some of these guys, like some of our pitchers, to come out of the minors, and kind of be like a a a, a two or three role guy, yeah, behind Mike Foltz. That's a lot to ask so, for. So I think we're not really ready to sell these guys off yet, mm-hmm. because we're hoping these guys are Ronald Acuna. Ozzy Alba, like our young guys, like we're still, I think, like we said, we're a year ahead still. Yeah. So I don't think next, I think we can win it next year. God forbid the Phillies don't grab like a Harper or Machado because the Phillies did get much better. Yeah. Yeah. And they will continue to get better. So I think the Braves can do it, but I don't think we're focused on next year. So I think we're the next season, like the 2020 is when we're really going to make that. Run playoff World Series, run all in, all or nothing push. So so while we're into the NL East, we have uh, the Phillies apparently have a meeting set up with Bryce Harper, and this is his second about. his second meeting that he's yeah. had with the got Phillies. So so it's getting pretty serious. You think it would be humongous if the Phillies could grab Bryce Harper? Huge splash, yeah. It's a game changer if they get him. That gives them some outfield depth. It gives them that number three, number four hitter. It helps Reese Hopkins, yeah. Gene Secure, Gene Segura in there. Yeah, 
it, it really helps the lineup a lot if they can grab someone like that because I don't think Matado's going to Philly. I think I think that's over. I think it's done. Matado's going to either probably go to, to Chicago, to White Sox, maybe Yankees. There's a few other teams that are flowing around, but I think he's not going to Philly. So if, and the, Philly, and if the Phillies can get Harper, that's humongous. And you were saying the Phillies are willing to spend money like crazy money. And be reckless say. with it. So maybe Bryce Harper is here for the bread and Machado's more there for the win. Maybe yeah. he doesn't feel like the Phillies are there yet. Yeah, he doesn't feel like they're they're built well enough to win now. But I think it would be insane if the Phillies could grab Bryce Harper. Yeah. But this is what I gotta say to Philly fans. Don't get your hopes up. They killed Bryce Harper every time he was in Philly. Yeah. They would heckle him a lot. I know my one buddy. He doesn't really like Harper. Not a big fan. You is think that a tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Matt, it's Matt McClune. Is he, oh, is it? He's a Phillies. Yeah, he's a Phillies fan. And Harper's from division rival right. Nationals. So, Clune's gonna have to change up. If yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They might have a change of heart if Harper signed that deal. Yeah. and gives them that big bat, and that's a very, very friendly park. Yeah, if he if he comes if he comes there and produces, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to you know. Let go of that, you know. Yeah, he's gonna have to let go of that <laughs> arrogance, that yeah. that that kind of asshole mentality that he has, because if you're that and you don't produce in Philly, oh, Philly fans are gonna they're going to kill you. You thought it was bad when you were on the other team. They'll boo you in Citizens Bank Park, bro. Yeah. They will boo you. They don't care if you're Philly flipping the hair and you got a beard and all that. If the Philly, if they're not winning, and you're not producing, you're you will out every time you're getting booed. You will be booed off the field. You will, so especially since you're making all that that bread, yeah. You gotta produce for them because Philly fans ain't no joke. Nah, they aren't. But I like that because Philly fans don't take shit. Nope. You produce, we need to win, or we don't. We not rocking with you. And then another thing we got, we got Giants Brewers in some sort of trade talk for Madison Bumgarner. The Brewers were a good team last year. They were. They were. They I was were. rooting for them. <clears throat> They made a late season push to win the division. Yep. Christian Yellick, MVP, kind of carried them through the last month, was steaming hot. I'm a little worried. I don't know if he can if he Do can repeat can. that season. Cause that was triple crown best like best season of his life. Yep. Last time Harper had a season like that, the next season he struggled. Yeah. A lot of players seem to struggle after that because now they know what you every pitcher yeah. in the league. They coming for you. Yeah, coming full force. They know who's up to bat next. You're not. You and and Yelich really struggled in the postseason. Yeah, he didn't really do what he did in the in the wild card round. Some early, but when the Brewers needed him, he didn't. He came up a little short. Yeah, came up a little short. But we're not gonna knock him. But Madison Bumgarner to the Brewers would be humongous. Yeah, they already have a, a pitching staff, and they don't. And the way that Craig Council. He doesn't really do starting pitchers. Mm -hmm. They have this new thing of we're going to pitch this guy for two or three and then we'll pitch this guy. And then like he doesn't have like the starting role doesn't exist in, in Milwaukee. Like some guys, they'll go out there and say, yo, give me seven, six innings. And mm -hmm. then we'll go from the middle and then we'll go. We'll maybe pitch a few. So if Bumgarner can do that every fourth day, maybe they can get their bullpen some rest. Let him go six or seven. And then get some more debt because they don't really have 
many starting pitchers that are going deep right now. Yeah. Just the way that Craig Council is um running the managing the yeah. pitching staff. Yeah. So I think that would be humongous. I don't know what the Brewers would give up for that though. Because I was talking to give up some some something. I mean, probably. the Giants want something for Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. They're not going to give him away you for free. Yeah. Well, what is it? Uh, Cracker Jacks or whatever you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Peanuts, no Cracker yeah, Jacks. Nothing next. There it goes. But I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I would like to see that. I don't. I don't know how how likely it's to happen. And then we got another thing. Troy Tulowinski, like I mentioned, I think it was not last week, the week before, signs with the Yankees. He said he wants to play for the Yankees because he wants to play with the best players, the greatest players. Yeah, they still got Judge and um, what's that other guy? Stanton. There it is. Stanton and Judge. Who else? Who else they got? Some they I mean they got a whole little squad. They got a nice little yeah. They got a whole a whole thing a whole and they just signed Zach Burton. They brought him back right. And the Phillies signed last week right after we got done the podcast. David Robertson from the Yankees, a middle relief guy. He can really plug and play. The Phillies grabbed him too. That's a great pickup. Yeah, a great pickup for the Phillies. But Troy Tulowinski to the Yankees said he wants to play with the best players. But what happens if Manny Machado goes and signs to to the Yankees? What what we doing with Troy? They but but remember last week I really said he wasn't really who they were looking for. He's just maybe to fill some depth. Yeah, some depth. Yeah, I remember you saying that. So that I mean, it, you said there was an injury to one to to their to D.D. Uh, Degorius, yeah, their, their original sword stop yeah. that he got. He's um so dealing just with in case elbow he Tommy can't Tommy play as much as he should. Yeah, they're expecting him to, to fill in for him in yeah, case he can't. Go. Yeah, they're expecting D.D. to miss up to sixty games, so oh. he'll probably miss the first. Two or two or three months of the season. Okay. But I don't. I don't think there's much more in baseball. I, we haven't really talked about it, but we're going to talk about some some basketball this week. I want to talk about the first thing I want to talk about is is James Harden. <laughs> is James Harden the best scorer in the game? Are you really really? I mean, I've seen that flowing around everywhere. Facebook, I think, Twitter, I think and Kevin ESPN. Durant, I think Kevin Durant. You know, I talk a lot of trash about Kevin Durant and how he moved to the Warriors, whatever. I think Kevin Durant is a way better scorer than James Harden. Mm, yeah. I think James Harden disappears in in big moments. Play playoffs. Yeah, like okay, it was a long time ago, but OKC's finals against the Heat, where James Harden was like literally MIA. He's done that a bunch of times. Yeah, though. but that was just like my best example. I know with the Rockets, he's he hasn't. He's a been, much better player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a much better player now. He's evolved and he's he I don't like that that travel move or whatever he does, yeah. but I mean neither. I hate that. It's a travel. He yeah. did like a a four a four step back and I seen you wrote that. You said Steph Curry tried that out and got a, and got called with a travel. So NBA, well, we gonna we gonna call it for James too? Steve Kerr was on the was on the sideline. He was like, Oh, now you're gonna call it. But I think Kevin Durant is a better scorer than James Harden. I'm not ready to give James right Harden now. this best player in the league, all this other stuff. Me neither. His game? He hasn't even won a championship. I don't even enjoy watching him play offense. No, nah, me either. It's nasty. It's ugly. It's sloppy. I feel like when he drives to the paint, it's like I want to – it's only – it's foul purposes. Yeah. Like he doesn't have – his to-the-bucket moves are good, but it's always like uh, flopping around, throwing yeah. his arms, trying to get these fouls. And it's just not pretty to watch. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't like watching Harden because his his off his his offense to defense is like really bad, and he doesn't really play good defense. And he 
I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not huge on Harden at all. Yeah, me neither. But he is a talented, yeah. really good basketball player. Yeah, I can't take that away from him. But We're I not going to sit on him. I don't think he's the best scorer. Yeah, me neither. I completely disagree. I, I I could probably name two or three more, two or three guys that I would give the ball before I'd give it to James Harden. Yeah, me too. Quick little sidebar on the on the L.A. Lakers. They said Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram haven't really been really been oh, getting along recently, and they had a late night phone call not last night, the night before, and the Lakers go out and get a dub last night against the Mavericks. Brandon Ingram drops twenty nine points. Lonzo, did you see Lonzo's dunk? No. Powerful dunk. Lonzo's averaging about 10, 5, and 6 again this year. I think Lonzo's bad. really coming into himself. Yeah. He, I think he's really gaining some confidence. The L.A. fans booed him last night for his ugly, nasty free throws because yeah. that jump shot's still wild, wild ugly. It, it, it needs fixing. But So the L.A. fans did let him know last night. But I'm glad that the Lakers are figuring out ways to win without LeBron. Yeah. Didn't they get, didn't they get blown out by the Wolves the other night? The Lakers did end up losing. So that's I didn't like think a, it was a blowout, but it was it was closer. Uh, okay. So but that, they did end up losing. Yeah, the, uh, it was Sunday night, right? They played uh, the the Timberwolves, I think. It, yeah, I'll pull I it seen, up. I seen I seen the score. It was it was a, I I could have swore they were getting blown out, but well, they did they, get blown out on the they, sixth, eighty six to one hundred eight. Yeah, so it was a big it was a big bounce back game for them. Um, Towns and Andrew Wiggins dropped twenty eight on that night. Jeff Teague threw a fifteen piece up. And the Lakers just struggled from offense. Not one player over 20 points. And I was confused because in the game. I wake up the next morning and see the Timberwolves fire their coach. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, did the did the Wolves end up blowing that last <laughs> night? Because they they were winning by a lot, a lot, I seen. And then I see they fire their coach. But um, they're, you know, it was a, it was a good bounce back game for the Lakers. And if... Brandon Ingram and Lonzo weren't seeing eye to eye and that phone call like fixed a little bit. That's good. That's Hopefully good their relationship grows and they start playing better together because they know that their biggest piece right now is missing. And they and, and LeBron, I think the Lakers do need to prove that they can win without LeBron. Because yeah. LeBron can't do it by himself. Nope. We've seen it happen early in his career and last year, basically. Yeah, well, he that those teams. So the Lakers, I'm they're trying to pull up. up their standings. They, I think they're in there. They're, they're in the eighth five seed right now. They're eighth seed, twenty two and nineteen. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets are the number one seed. Golden Whoa. State follows behind. Thunder, Clippers, that's new. Rockets. The Clippers are a surprising team for me. Yeah, Clippers are up there making noise. They were in the runnings as. Having the best record at one point. I yeah, know it's I remember still that. Early, but and the Rockets are in the fifth seed. Spurs squeeze in there. Trailblazers and then the Lakers round it out with the eighth seed. The teams that I think will make some more noise. A team that's really disappointing right now is New Orleans Pelicans. Anthony Davis went out there, balled out the other night, and they got blown out. They have they have no one outside of that. I don't think. What do they do? They still. Uh, has Drew Holiday, I think. That's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Drew and Anthony Davis. They just. But that's about it, right? That, yeah. I mean, they. There's they no really other, other pieces involved there that can that can help them win basketball games. Yeah, and I seen that you put, just to skip over. T- stop talking about the Lakers. 
and really grab. We'll jump like hold on. We'll, we're, since we're talking about the Western Conference, let's talk about the Grizzly, Grizzlies real quick. Oh man, Chandler Parsons agrees to he, dip out, get out of here. I'm 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 I like the Grizzlies, uh, and I was I was kind of excited about that because I feel like he's been there for a decent amount of time and hasn't played much. He's always been hurt or for whatever reason hasn't been on the court and honestly he's not worth keeping around because he's he's not that good and it so. was there was when he went to the grizzlies well no he went to the mavericks first right yeah, or was, was that when he mavericks, made all that noise when did and, where did he make all the noise in, th- in houston right i think so yeah and then he then he tried to demand these contracts and then ever since then it's been pretty quiet yeah very too quiet it's not really he's, he's not really Making the impact that that a he team should. wished yeah. when they ended up picking him up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. to get off the Western Conference and really jump into the Eastern Conference, my guy, the Greek Freak, and the and the Milwaukee Bucks, number one, number one in the power rankings. That's new. That's different, and that's cool. He different. He different. He, <laughs> yo, he is different. He is. Oh, I want to talk about. He is the future. I want to talk NBA about this right one guy. Speaking of this, because I've seen him go around. Jarrett Allen. He's blocking everybody this year. Have you seen these things? No, he's blocked everybody. I'm pretty sure I'm getting it right. I'm pretty sure this is the right dude. Yeah. He's blocked. He's done a bunch of work. I don't even know if it is him, to be honest. Let's not even talk about that. But Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Number one in the Eastern Conference, in the power rankings, and they're number one. You were talking about Jared Allen from the Nets. Yeah, yeah. He blocked and Griffin and James. he blocked a bunch of people. Yeah. So, but Milwaukee Bucks number one with a twenty-eight and eleven record. Raptors thirty and twelve. Pacers always up. Pacers are always up there, top five, top three. They're always like a little bit of a sleeper team. Yeah, no one even really cares about the Pacers, but the Pacers are always solid. Yeah, they don't have, like, any superstars. They got they just Oladipo. Have, yeah, That's yeah. about it. But he's not a superstar. With I would Miles, say he's a star. Miles Turner and, uh, uh, what's his name? The white boy with the long hair. Do they still have I'll pull him? it up. They got Aaron Holiday, Tariq Evans, Miles oh, Turner, Thaddeus Young, Evans. Doug McDermott. TJ Leaf. Yeah, I uh, remember seeing the Pacers traded a Sabonis. first round pick. Traded a first round pick for Thad Young, and I'm like, wait, what? He's yeah. an old head. And then the Sixers are right there after the Pacers in the four seed. Celtics are the fifth. Damn. Heat are the sixth. Hornets are in there right now. Cool. And the and the New Jersey Nets round out the top eight. So the Nets twenty and twenty two. They've been playing some good ball. The Nets have, yeah. They've been this really a surprising but team, but I don't yeah. think they'll make it. I think the Pistons will make it before them with Blake. And then we got all the way, all the way at the bottom again. When LeBron leaves, the Cavs. The Cavs are trash. Eight and thirty two. Damn. And on the other side in the Western Conference, they the Suns are nine and thirty two. The Knicks, you know, the Knicks, Bulls, ten, ten wins, Hawks, twelve. John Wall, Bradley Beal, all the way down at the 11th seed. Didn't John Wall get surgery? Isn't he out for a little bit, or am I wrong? Well, let me, let me, he may be out. Like I said, we haven't really been. I've seen, I've seen that somewhere, I believe. I think he got surgery. He's going to be out for a little bit, which is a huge blow because John Wall is, is, is nasty. 
when it comes when it comes to to scoring and and being yeah able I was to a big fan of him yeah. when he was in Kentucky yeah number eleven I think John a lot Wall. of people were John Wall was a little fancy guy I remember my one boy he said that um what's his name. Then Meek say like John Wall, I just give him and go or whatever. Oh, or maybe like we were. I'm talking <laughs> about Brandon Jennings. I remember my one oh, boy wow. said that Brandon Jennings was better. Oh no, than John Wall. Brandon Jennings played for Milwaukee for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was all right though. He was. He decent. wasn't. He no wasn't bomb. better. No, he no, wasn't better. He's no John Wall though. No way. No John Wall. No. Heck no. So the Bucks, Raptors, Pacers, Sixers. Speaking on the Sixers, Jimmy Butler. Are you gonna be a diva everywhere I was you wrong go? About Jimmy Butler, are man. you gonna be a diva everywhere you go? I guess so. And the Sixers are still a really good, solid yeah. team. Why are you trying to ruin it all? And you went to Milwaukee. You went to Timberwolves. They were good. They were decent they right before you great. got there. Yeah. You acted like a diva. You left. You got what you wanted. You're in Philly. Joel and B. They literally made the offense run through you, made Embiid frustrated because Embiid feel like he wasn't getting what he should get, and now you want to complain. Challenging Brett Brown, oh, he's unhappy with his role. Jimmy Butler, you, what's going on, Jimmy? They seem to like to, to get these players that want to cause trouble. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with that. Jimmy Butler, you got to get your shit together, you bro. You do, like, bro. You this need is the help. one reason why, like, I had a conversation with my friends, and they were like, oh, I want Jimmy Butler to have the ball. I don't want even. I don't even want Jimmy Butler on my team because everywhere he goes, he's come crying and complaining. Oh, I'm not happy with this. It really uh, takes no, no, away no. From, from what he can do. Because he's a very he talented basketball player. He is a big, big factor for the Sixers. Yeah. But we know chemistry is the most important thing. Yeah, and it makes you not even want to, you know, pass it off to him because you look at him and you're like, you were just trying to come at me or whatever. We like, gave you the whatever. number one role when you complaining. Yeah. We, made, we made him be the guy who's... We made you a priority, and now you're like... Trying to sit on us. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why he why he feels the need to do that. Yeah, I don't know. He's, very, he's very confusing, and I just... I, maybe the Sixers say, hey, we don't need this. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much you can get for Jimmy yeah, Butler right now right because now. the way he's everywhere he's going. He's a cancer. He he wants to complain and cry and complain. But I think that's going to wrap on the NBA. NBA is still super young. I know we, we're, 30, we're about 30, 40 games. We're close to halfway. All-star break's coming in February. So it's not that early, but we still got a lot of basketball. A lot, a lot. Yeah, so it's time. We're finally going to talk about the NFL wild card weekend. What a weekend it was. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I'm happy with it. I yeah. thought every game was good. Ex- excluding maybe the Colts game and the first half of the Ravens game. The first half of the Ravens game. I will, well, no. It didn't really disappoint. No, it didn't. If you look back at it, because the Ravens defense was really shutting shit down and they couldn't gain a yard. And then they make a little run and fall short. He waited. You wait. You're like, yeah. You waited until the last minute and a half to make a puss. Lamar Jackson was what three for ten entering the fourth quarter with. He was three for yards. ten. He was three for ten. Sheesh. Three for ten with six passing yards in the oh. last. It was within five minutes in the fourth quarter when they finally, when he finally Kicked threw that touchdown bit. pass yeah. and he ended with like a hundred and twenty something yards. Don't quote me on that. Football games like that. 
I was disappointed. Well, we could talk about that. I mean, let's talk. Let's start on Saturday. Okay. Saturday, first game of the night, we had the Colts so up against the Texans. I told you. I picked Texans. Ant picked Indy. Um, okay. I honestly expected the Texans to put up a little bit more fight. Seven points. Yeah, I like Houston's roster. I think they they are great on both sides of the ball. But with that being said, Jonathan Joseph was talking crap all week on T.Y. Hilton. Hey, T.Y. T.Y. Will. Hilton came out and exposed him. And he sewed up in the locker room. He sewed up clown with a mask. Yeah, 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 what a savage. But, hey, I'm happy with it. I'm a, I'm really high on Andrew Luck. And how can you not be? He and, and like I said, in July when it was still warm out, he was throwing college footballs around. Yeah, he was he was throwing little medicine balls or whatever and little little Nerf balls. High school because his he's still rehabbing, but yeah, I'm I'm happy to see Andrew Luck. He was a little rusty. I think I think it was. I think the Colts are. I probably said this last week. I think they're only like the third team all time to start to, uh, to make the playoffs after starting one and five. And they ran like they're like. They've won like ten of the last eleven games. They're yeah. like not losing. They haven't lost. They're they're on fire, and Andrew Luck is a really big part of that. There was a point in their season where Andrew Luck had, I think it was a a big. I think it was like five or six games straight where he threw three touchdown passes or more. And people don't understand Andrew Luck's season and Drew Brees' season is very Are comparable. Identical. They're yeah. very comparable. Andrew Luck's not an MVP contention. Not We've at all. already a lot of people have handed Drew Brees the MVP already. A lot of people are saying that they're saying Mahomes, yeah, Brees, because he threw fifty. They're saying that Brees isn't even close. That Mahomes is a oh lock. he's oh so we're saying MVP. People Mahomes. are saying Mahomes is a lock. Uh, we'll see. We'll see because yeah. we still got we still got two games to to play. Uh, well, two weeks or whatever. Yeah. But um, Mahomes. And the Chiefs with Andy Reid, they well not Mahomes, but the Chiefs in general with Andy Reid haven't been really good in the playoffs. They haven't been successful so at all. Maybe it's the quarterback. Maybe you know Mahomes gives them that extra mm, this time. Possibly in two thousand and what what was it fourteen or thirteen where the Chiefs had a really big lead on the Colts with Andrew Luck twenty one to three and Colts ended up coming back and winning that game. Okay, that was probably two thousand fourteen, I think. Yeah, so. The Chiefs, they, it happened last year, I th- I'm pretty sure, with the Chiefs and the Titans. Chiefs had a, a big lead on them. Titans came back and won. So, Andy Reid not, has not had good luck at all in the no, playoffs. But I'm going to say this. Andrew Luck and the Colts, you're going to have to score in the second half this week. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they put up big 21, time. and I don't think anyone scored in the second half in that no. Colts game. Did they? Mm-mm. Did the Texans score? I don't think so. I think the Texans scored early, and then it was done for them. So, and then Colts win. Indy Ant picked that one right. I picked it wrong. It was it was it's awesome because of what Andrew Luck has been through these past couple years. Yeah, that's why he hasn't been on the field. He's been dealing with that that shoulder, and and then he just comes back. He's a little rusty, and then he finds himself and is playing the best football of his career right now. But let's. But let's move on to the that second game. primetime game. We had the Seahawks versus the Cowboys. And we that, both picked the Seahawks, right? I think I did pick the Seahawks wrong again. Yeah, I was wrong this time. Uh, Zeke Elliott is a freak. 
he really put the team on his back. Yeah. And then let's talk about what's the guy? Hearns? Alan Hearns. The oh, freak yeah. nasty. Praying for that dude. That ankle injury was 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 those injuries are Awful. always the worst to watch because yeah. I hate to see a player who's worked so hard all season go out like that. And then and then they were coming at him like, "Oh, well Alan Hearns hasn't been been much of a factor. He's only had eight catches in the past 10 games." Like, same time. is that necessary? Same the time right now. But is that necessary? A, a terrible injury. That literally started the game off. Yeah. I remember Ant was like, oh, because I turned the game on like after like the first or second drive. And that that's, that was a hurt piece for the Cowboys, too. But the Cowboys did bounce back. I think the Cowboys played a really good game. Yeah. They did and really good at keeping Russell Wilson at bay. Yeah. Not letting him run around, do whatever he wants. Russell Wilson actually came out and said, you know, I wish we would have thrown the football more. Hmm. So that's saying that in a playoff game, in a close playoff game, I want the ball in my hands. Yeah, so he went eight, When it gets critical. Yeah, 18 for 27, 233 yards. No interceptions, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has always taken good care of the football. And it's... Okay, so I'm going to compliment the Cowboys real quick. This is rare. It's impressive because... When Russell Wilson and the Seahawks get in the playoffs, they are very dangerous. And I was telling one of my friends, I said, if you want to eliminate the Seahawks from the playoffs, you got to do that shit in the beginning of the season. Yeah. You got to hope that they lose four or five games early because towards the second half, they get hot. They start rolling. Russell Wilson is is throwing bombs and, and running for 75 yards a yeah. game or whatever. They get... They get on these little runs. They they use their their running backs really well, and they start their defense starts to pick it up. So, it's it's impressive to to actually beat the Seahawks no matter where they were playing, you know whatever. It's yeah. impressive. And with that being said, keeping Russell Wilson kind of under wraps. Russell Wilson only ran the ball three times for fourteen yards. Yeah, he did get a t- a touchdown rushing, but that goes to show if you can kind of keep him in that pocket. Keep him from extending those plays. You could sew up with a dub. Yeah. You can you can steal one. And even the game was extremely close. Yeah. I thought it was over. About five, six minutes left. I was like, oh, Cowboys, y'all got yeah, this. Yeah, the Cowboys started pulling away a little bit. And then Seattle was like, hmm. They came back and I went, don't know. scored and went for two. And, you know, but, yeah, I that was a good win for the Cowboys. Dak, I was very surprised. Dak Prescott trying to get bread. He yeah. said you get paid in the playoffs. Zeke, we're gonna, we'll just talk about how Zeke, we'll talk about Zeke, and we're just going to keep talking about how the Cowboys, they made the right move. Amari Cooper, seven receptions for 106 yards. I told you. Zeke, 26 carries for 137 yards. Although although Golden Tate did score basically the game-winning touchdown. But, yeah, it was last, again, with the Phillies, with the Eagles, yeah. Amari Cooper has had. A way better stretch of since games he's than been Golden traded State. to the Cowboys, he's been making noise. Oh yeah, yeah, it's undeniable. How I feel he's like performed. every game he's had was have been over a hundred yards. Yeah, so <laughs> since yeah, so what week did he go to to that team? When? Yeah, you know a week. So we got November from November to now, hundred and eighty yards. I 70s. think it was. 
I think it was like the day of the trade deadline. So I, I forget when that was. So yeah, so I'll just name off from from November twenty second to now. Hundred and eighty yards, seventy six yards, two hundred yards. He had three bad games, thirty, 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 and then last week against the Seahawks, jumps right back, one hundred and six yards. Okay. Three touchdowns against the Eagles. He hasn't scored many touchdowns, but he's producing. Yeah, he's getting his yards and and moving the chains and and showing why that first round pick was necessary. Yeah, I mean it's proven it gave Dak Prescott a threat a downfield because you don't you don't have a clear cut number one guy. He came in with Cole Beasley and uh, and what, Tavon Austin. And Cole Beasley was struggling with a, a injury last week too. Yeah, he got hurt early, limping around early. And then you bring in Amari Cooper, who gives you that that number one that number one threat, and then it opens up Cole Beasley, you know, in the slot. You know, make short, a little noise right? there. So you know, Cole Beasley's not your number one guy, definitely not. So they had they they kind of had to make that move because they didn't want they didn't want to bring back Dez. Um, but he's definitely proven why that first round pick was necessary to give up. Hundred percent. So let's move on from the Cowboys game. Cowboys Sunday get the dub twenty four to twenty two. They play the Rams next. So we'll on the early game on Sunday. We had the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm gonna send San Diego again. I'm proud. I'm proud. <laughs> we none of we got it. We got to stick with L. A. Because we we against we the, always think that it's San Diego against the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. And the Ravens actually won this game a couple weeks ago. I think they beat them by a touchdown or something. Yeah, yeah, like I remember. That. Um, we're. I'm gonna say this: <clears throat> the Chargers' defensive coaches. Did a hell of a job. Yeah. They stopped Baltimore from running the ball. And that's like their biggest. And that was all they had. Yeah. That was all they had. But let's, let okay, before this, everybody knows how the game ended. Baltimore tried to make a late push. Didn't really work. But I want to ask you this, Ant. Should, have Joe Flacco, should Joe Flacco have came into the game? Well, when you when you go three for ten, for what? You said Six. I thought I saw a three for ten for twenty nine, but if it's six, that's still <clears throat> ugly. Let me pull up the his. Okay, so at the end of the game, he was twelve for twenty two, ended with two hundred yards and a touchdown. But all that was like real late. That was literally within the last five minutes yeah. of the game. His all of his all of his completions were literally at nine of his twelve completions happened within the last five minutes of the game. If you're losing twenty to three, I don't see why not. You know, this is But a, this is how I forget who I was talking to. I was talking to somebody on Sunday after the game ended. They said how much pressure does it put on the Ravens to take Lamar Jackson out? Now all oh, how much faith game. do you ha- no no how much faith do you have in Lamar Jackson? Like it confuses what you do with your future in a sense. Yeah. Because if Joe Cause Flacco comes, comes out in, there snaps, and wins, snaps out, oh, are we? Is he our quarterback now? What's Lamar Jackson doing? It puts so much unnecessary pressure yeah. on Baltimore. So maybe Baltimore said, "We know what we're doing in the future. We know what we want to do. We're gonna keep Lamar in there. We're gonna we're gonna let him ride out he, because it's easier handles. to trade Flacco and let him go if he does nothing." Because 
Because, yeah, if they put, yeah, if they put Flacco in, it adds more pressure. Because I think there's already a lot of pressure on whether they should deal Flacco or what they should do with him. So that just adds more to it. Like, damn, they really got to sit and think, like, Joe Flacco just helped us win. What are we doing next week? So maybe that's, and, like, that's what my buddy said. That's why maybe Baltimore said, we'd rather lose then put this unnecessary presser on us for the future. Because if Flacco goes out, wins, and then you trade him, and then Lamar Jackson doesn't pan out, the fans are going to kill you. Yeah. They're going to say, what the fuck? We had no Flacco. Da-na-na-na, this and that. And like I said, it's if he goes out there and wins, it's like, okay, so who's starting next week? Exactly. So what maybe are we, what are we doing for our next game? Maybe Baltimore just said we don't want to deal with that, and Lamar Jackson almost pulled it off at the end. Yeah, yeah. They 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 made a uh, late puss. The game ended. Oh, I got it right here. The game ended twenty two. Oh, that's the one week that they won. The game ended twenty three to seventeen. I put on Twitter that uh, the game I, was uglier than that though. Yeah, Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early in the game, I I actually start. I honestly. Watched the last two minutes, and it was you. I you was watched like, the best part of the yeah, game. Exactly. Man. I when I when I was watching, I was like, "Damn!" I watched the right. I watched, and you heard right me time. talk about it the whole. I texted you periodically the after Ravens the game, and I was like, insane. "I said Ravens defense going crazy, blocking yeah. kicks, um, blocking punts, stopping the run, yeah. doing all these things." They gave the offense every single opportunity, opportunity to they, win that game, and they. I just felt seize the moment. And like I and like I was saying, I felt every play that the Baltimore Ravens ran the first three quarters, they were broken immediately. Yeah. It was hike and the play was broken. Lamar Jackson was was getting the snap and like already committing to a run and he wasn't even looking at all. It's like the plays looked broken from the jump. Yeah, it and then and then the last two minutes, they're just he started slinging the rolling. ball downfield, yeah. running, getting some momentum. So let the ball go, Lamar. Yeah, have some trust. You've built the arm up. You've improved throwing the ball through trust throughout the season. It's not like when he throws it, he's deep. It's not hard. It looks bad sometimes, but he's but improved. He gets it there. He's improved. He he's he can really sling it too. And I was surprised because. A couple of throws he made, I'm like, All I didn't right. even know Crabtree was on the Ravens. Yeah, I did. He did catch that late touchdown. You know what's funny? Um, the Rams and the Ravens had joint practices in the summertime. Ah. And Akib Talib is on the Rams, and you yeah. know their beef when, when Denver and Oakland where yeah. Akib snatched them twice. And that's just that's just funny. I I love that. Yeah, shit. that was that <laughs> when he broke when he snapped snatched his tank off and everything twice. like that. So the Chargers and the ball, Philip Rivers. Get the win. Get the win against the Ravens. I'm going to say the better team won. I do think that the Ravens' defense is elite. Yeah. The second best defense in the game. Now, this is my opinion. Uh, You're probably going to think different, but I think that, yeah, the better team won, but I think that the Ravens' defense would do way better against the Patriots next then, week. I think it would give it gives the Ravens the best chance to beat New England. Even though San Diego won. Oh, San Diego, see there I go. Even <laughs> though LA won, I think the Ravens would have a better shot at beating the Patriots. You think that matchup makes a little more sense, Ravens yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Even though with how bad the Ravens offense played, I think their defense could really really help the Make Ravens noise, yeah. beat New England. Yeah, I agree. I do think that that they they could get the dub. Yeah. But 
Chargers do get the win. And then the last game of the night on Sunday. In my opinion, the best game of the weekend. We had Philadelphia Eagles go into Soldier Field, play the Chicago Bears. Defense. And and this game, this game was literally the whole entire weekend. Like I texted, I think I texted you this or I texted Dorik maybe. The regular season was all about offense. Yep. The wild card weekend defense was all about defense. And that's what that's what when it comes to playoff time, that's what that's what rules all. Defense wins championships. You got to play good defense to to advance and these teams play. I don't think Nick Foles had that great of a game. He made he made some good plays. Uh, he threw that really early interception, and he overcame that because, and like, this is what I, I was telling someone that the Eagles have a really good chance to win because the Bears' offense is is, is nothing special outside of Tariq Cohen. And when it comes down to it, that's what in reality lost the Bears the game. And another piece was missing with Trey Burton. Yeah. So they kept they kept running those those little play action little shovel passes that would work with someone like Trey Burton. When they you know they were running it and getting what like 2 3 yards, they ran it like 2 3 times. So their offense isn't isn't really that great. Yeah, the Bears didn't have anyone to rush over 50 yards. So 35 yards is the most rushing that they had. Mitchell Trubisky, it's kind of like the Ravens. Mitchell Trubisky threw for 300 yards, though. Yeah, yeah. He did throw a nice for little touchdown to Robinson. And, to be honest, Mitchell, you got it done. At the end of the game. He got him there. He got him within an easy field goal range. Easy field goal range. Nick Foles on the other side, since we did talk about Nick Foles. Nick Foles, 25 for 40, 266 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Oh yeah, he threw two, right? Alson led the led receiving with eighty two yards. The Eagles didn't really run the ball. Sproles was the no. lead runner, yeah, thirteen they... carries, twenty one yards. Ooh. Rushing was a complete non factor in this game. Both teams. Too. Both teams could not run the ball. But that shows the defenses. The Bears don't let you run the ball though. Yeah. That front that front seven is nasty. But Khalil I don't even think Khalil Mack had a sack in the game. Yeah, let me pull that up. I got you. Bears, Kyle Mack. And they they actually turned that uh that, that, yeah. that field goal, that missed field goal into a block. Oh yeah, because I did see his number finger. ninety like tipped it briefly. Yeah, I did it. see that. Yeah, Kyle Mack had five tackles. And no sacks. Right? No sacks. Yeah. So Jason Peters really, really worked. The Bears his had ass one sack off. the whole game. Yeah. Coming from those Lloyd ninety four. Leonard Floyd. Yeah, he's a beast too. Grab the only Akeem Hicks is, is really good too. Lane Johnson and Jason Peters. Hats off to you guys because one sack? <laughs> one sack with Khalil. Let's Max say we're Floyd. wrong and they get two and they have two or three sacks. Still. Yeah, that's still impressive. After the performance that the Philadelphia Eagles front line put on this year. That's a great game. Impressive. Hats off to the whole offense. Actually, you know what? Not just Peters and the and whole. Yeah, exactly. The whole line. Kelsey, uh, whoever, Somalu or whoever was playing at guard. I yeah. didn't really, wasn't really paying attention to those two. But hats off to y'all because 
that that front seven is nasty. But I'm gonna. But we're gonna say this, Eagles. We're gonna hype you up. We're gonna big you up. But right after, y'all got lucky. Your defensive backs lost you the game again. Yeah. Big plays downfield. Mitchell Trubisky throws for 300 yards against your. If they if they want any chance against Drew Brees in New Orleans, that performance that they put on they Sunday have night to lock down will not get the job done. They they have to really they got to do something. Fifteen points ain't going. Sixteen points ain't going to do it against New Orleans. Yeah, I know. I know they're down to what like third stringers. Yeah, second. You know. Yeah, they're down to their backups. I get it, but Jim Schwartz Jim Schwartz has to do something. He's got to get. He's got to get his corner some more help. Yeah, that like Philly, that will not get the job done this week. You going on the road in New Orleans? But real quick, we're gonna take you to the field on what kicker's name from Chicago? It's uh Cody Parkey. We're gonna bring you that play right here Sunday. Three yard attempt from the right hash mark. impossible and the Eagles run out into the field but there's still five seconds so they've got to get back he does it again brought back to the spot of a kick it will be did this hit the upright and the crossbar double doing bottom line it doesn't go through upright it looks like it bounced off the crossbar as well. Oh my goodness. The Bears' season's going to end on a double doink. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth. Unbelievable. How many times can they hit the upright? Five. Un- in the stadium. <laughs> oh my last week. Oh. Crazy. Crazy. And then they, then they started showing all his misses. Yeah, I did see that. I'm going to let it ride out. Upright. Crossbar. Oh, it just depended on which side of the football hit the crossbar, whether it would bounce. Oh, my goodness. What a wild card weekend. So, that's how the Eagles move on. Discount double doink. (laughs) Chris Collinsworth. uh, Again, with a trash tape. But Philadelphia Eagles survive. Against the Chicago Bears, and they will be facing the Saints coming up this week. It would have been even more insane if it hits. Would have went in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How would how would we be talking about him being a hero? Yeah. Right. He would be the exact opposite. But ball bounces out. Big Dick Nick on another win streak. I, I gotta I gotta apologize to to one of my friends because I know on the. <laughs> On the first, the first ever one I did, I I said, you know, one of my friends told me the reason why the Eagles weren't winning is because Nick Foles ain't playing, and you know he's not really a football guy. He doesn't watch football, but he was right. Nick Foles has lost one game this year, and he that was, was right, and that was early in the season. Since week what fifteen, Nick Foles he's hasn't undefeated. lost again. Yeah, but I'm gonna be honest, Eagles fans. Ant said he's not going to pick against you again. I'm going to. Yeah. 
that performance last week is not going to get it done against a good offense. What was that? What was that stat I texted you uh, yesterday? That the Saints are five and zero at home in the playoffs under Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Can Big Dick Nick Nick Foles? Can he rewrite? Upset. Can he rewrite history? Can he give them their first home loss in the playoffs together? So, and with that, the Cowboys will face off against the Rams. Colts will go and play the Chiefs, and the Chargers will go and play the Patriots. So, as of this point, we're gonna um, I want to let's make our picks. All right, so we got Eagle Saints. I'm going New Orleans. I I mean, the guys, if you're listening to the podcast, I was one for four last week. Trash yeah. trash calling. And what was what did you go? I uh, I finished two and two. Okay, so Ant's is, Ant's in the lead right now. I I picked I picked the Bears. Uh, I I thought it was the safe pick. I you know I'm a Packers fan, so I I was rooting against. He celebrated. The Bears. He said, "Fuck the Bears." Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I had. Have to. you seen those little videos that sit on um post? I mean, whatever posting around the birds, the <laughs> <laughs> birds. Oh shit. <laughs> so um, every time I've picked against the Eagles this year. Well, while they've been with Nick Foles, you know, I picked against them against the Rams and the Texans. And they won. <laughs> and they ended up winning. And I picked them. I picked against them last week against the Bears. So the Bears. I am going to say that the Eagles Upset. will win uh, this week. What would be more crazy than a Dallas-Philadelphia NFC game? It would be... It would be another... now. Where would that game be played? That would be in Jerry World, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the the, the Cowboys, Cowboys won the division. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's pick the other ones, and then we'll jump right back into yeah, that. Yeah. We'll talk about that. So I pick. I I am going to go Eagles because every time I've picked against them, they've shown you know they've won. Okay. So next we got the Colts at Chiefs, and I'm gonna go against my Super Bowl pick. Ooh. I'm going Colts. I I'm right there with you. I'm I'm Andrew I might be Luck. wrong. I'm going Colts. Nah, don't be wrong. Go Colts. I think the Colts are gonna pull this one out. Go Indy. Go go Colts. And then we'll go back to the NFC. We got Dallas Cowboys versus Chargers. Cowboys Rams. LA oh, Chargers, Rams. yeah. <laughs> you see, man, the, the y'all fucking be this up LA now. shit is crazy, right? I'm gonna go Cowboys. I think the Cowboys can beat the Rams. I don't want to do it. You're I going, don't. You're going Rams? No. Cowboys? I think I'm I'm picking the Cowboys. <laughs> oh my god. Because even with the Rams loaded on defense, they're still really bad against the run. And what do Is the Cowboys Is Todd Gurley playing? Yeah. He should be back, right? What do what do the Cowboys do well? Run the ball. So, if they can't stop Zeke Elliott, the Cowboys there's are, no chance. The Cowboys are going to win the game. I think I think the Cowboys will win. Not and I don't think it will be close. I don't blowout? I n- not really a blowout, but maybe but two touchdowns. I think that the Cowboys will 10? will win demandingly like yeah, I think it'll be 10 10 14 points in that area. 
Weather really won't play a factor this week since we'll be in L.A. Probably be fucking 80 degrees, beautiful, no no wind, exactly. no heat, probably no humidity, probably just nice. And, <laughs> and it, you know, they say, oh, the Rams are home, but they don't really have a good home field advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when people when people go play the Rams, the fans travel well. They're gonna want to go yeah. and watch their team play in L.A. because it's gonna be nice. It's a great trip. Yeah, like so, we'll go to L.A. and watch the game, and then go out and enjoy the weather. And you know, Jared Goff isn't really that experienced in the playoffs. Ro- and look what happens: rookie quarterbacks. They they've all know, lost this week. They they um well young quarterbacks. They struggled. They struggled last year in their wild card game against Atlanta. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry, Eagle fans, but I'm picking, I'm picking Dallas. So I, I am picking a Eagles Cowboys NFC championship game. Okay. So we got, we're going to take ants taking Cowboys. I'm taking Cowboys. And then the last game, right? <sighs> did we pick Patriots chargers? Who you got? I'm going to charge. I mean, no, no, no. I'm going, I'm going New England. Yeah. I don't think Philip River. Well, it could be the year, but I think. Patriots, they defend at home very well, just like New Orleans. Chargers, all the going quarter- Patriots. All the quarterbacks in the AFC that are in the playoffs right now haven't beaten Tom Brady. I Andrew did see Luck, that, all their records. Yep. Andrew Luck is 0-6. I'm pretty sure Rivers is 0-7, and Mahomes is 0-1. I don't think – Lamar Jackson hasn't played against – uh, Tom Brady. Oh, let's big up Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson became the youngest quarterback to ever start to start. Game. He beat Michael Vick's record. Michael Vick was the youngest before then. Yeah, Lamar Jackson does. He was like twenty-one, whatever yeah. days. Um. So yeah. And yeah. then I seen that it's supposed to be really shitty and Fox. Yeah, I heard a little bit of snow. snow. Yeah. So, yeah, that that plays well into the the Patriots. So hands you're gonna go. The, Pats. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. So the we got so in our championship games, we're going Eagles, Cowboys in the Patriots. NFC, and then we're going Patriots, Colts, Colts. I did pick Colts rematch of uh, 2014. You know how what? How Yo, Andrew Luck. You gotta avenge that, bro. No, no, and I'm gonna say this too, Andrew Luck, Colts. Bring your own fucking footballs. Yeah. Because <laughs> if they if that game does happen, it will be in Foxborough, right? Yep. Damn yep. it, Patriots man. are number number Damn two. Damn it. So Damn the it. only way for the the Patriots to go on the road is if the Chiefs win. The Chiefs win, win yeah, because yeah. the Chiefs are number one seed. Um, Damn and, it. And the Eagles-Cowboys, uh, we have the – I have the Eagles avenging their horrible, 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 terrible loss – to the Saints early in the season where they got destroyed. But not only that, I have Nick Foles avenging his his only playoff loss ever was in twenty thirteen against the Saints when they had Oh, that's Chip when they, Kelly. I remember that. He had that magical season. So they lost was, by a field goal that game. I think it was by like one point or something yeah. like that. It was really it but was I think really, the Saints really kicked game. the field goal to end the game. Yeah. And the Philly and the Eagles. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings watching that game. I remember that game. Yeah, so you said you had a story about the <laughs> Eagles, real quick. The <laughs> oh, Eagles yeah. Bears game. Yeah, so I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'm I'm. Sitting, this is not a sponsor. No, <laughs> um, I, I I find myself there watching Eagles games a lot for some reason. But uh, 
Cody Parkey kicks it, misses the whole hole inside is going insane nuts. Everyone's high fiving each other, whatever. This this dude runs up to the windows of Buffalo Wild Wings and he's banging on the windows. <laughs> and then a split second later, I turn over and I see his ass cheeks on the window. And I'm like, yo, what is this guy doing? Whose who's mans is this? Who's right? Like, what are you doing, bro? So, so I haven't yeah, finished this. People and people are noticing it and they're all pointing and laughing. I'm like, oh my God, there's kids here. <laughs> so I have a I have a weird a crazy story. So I use the last few weeks I've been over at my brother in law's house. Die hard, die hard, die hard Eagles fan. Literally from first snap to last snap, he's screaming to the top of his lungs every play. So I don't really care. I like I, I like football. I'm a Redskins fan, but I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. So like I don't really care who wins. Like sometimes, like I said, I I pick a team, and then when they lose, I'll pick another team. Sometimes, like, but I hate the Eagles. I don't really like the Eagles because Eagles fans are so extra and crazy, and they don't know how to act sometimes. They are. So extra. I'm sitting here. The Hence game's coming down to it. Bears make that big play. Mitchell throws the ball downfield. Really kind of just puts them in field goal, in field goal range. range. I'm thinking it's a wrap. Easy layup sit. I'm screaming at my brother-in-law and his buddy. Yeah, this your king. This, that's your king. <laughs> Talking mad sit. It's over. Y'all lost. It's done. Y'all ain't going to make it. My guy misses the field goal. Quiet. Crickets. I couldn't say anything. You They're all yelling at me. Oh, you Bears fan now. You a Bears. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Getting in my face, yelling, screaming. You know, Eagles fan, do not know how to act. Oh, no. So never. I didn't even know what to say. Especially well, can, when you doubt Yeah, what can I say? You can't say nothing. <laughs> so I sat there, got on my phone, acted like I was texting. <laughs> Started going through Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not much you can say so, after that. So. I'll be there this week, probably. Y'all gonna yeah. lose. I'll, and I'll be there. Suiting out text. It's over. You think it's gonna be another blowout? Another 48-7 to Eagle Saints? Oh, I, I would love to see it, but I don't want to see it. I want to see a good game. Yeah, 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 of course. I want to see... Last weekend was so good. I hope this weekend can, can be the same. Yeah, I hope it can live up to the hype. Because there's a lot of hype with these games. Yeah, a lot of hype. But and I seen that you did put some other stuff down there about some other NFL news. Green Bay Packers. I know you want to talk about that. Um, I I put it in there because I was so shocked they made their decision so soon. Do you like it or do you not? Um, like it? okay. So you I did say who it is. It's his name is Matt Lafleur. He he's he stems from that that Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay little coaching tree okay. or whatever. Um, he, this was his first season calling plays in Tennessee. Yeah, I know they did struggle a little bit with Marcus Mariota's injuries, whatever. So I, I understand, but his, his offensive rank was 27th in the league. There's 32 teams. So that's not that good. Um, they were, they were really good in, uh, running the ball. They did have a really good, you know, rushing rank think they were like seventh so 
you like to see that, especially when you got Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. You you incorporate these two backs and 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 you know get take some pressure off Aaron Rodgers because it seems like he's been carrying this football team for so long. It's starting to it's wear starting on to him. wear on. Him. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say it's it, starting to wear on. It's it you know you can tell. So that I like I like a little bit of that. That's cool, but I think it was rushed. A little bit, you know, they had already spoke to Caldwell and Chuck Pagano, but they had other candidates lined up. Yeah, they I had did, McDaniel's lined up. But I do up. agree that they may have pulled the trigger a little yeah, early. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like they have bad timing with their coaches. They fired Mike McCarthy a little bit too late. Yeah, a little early and or too late. It could be either one. You could have let him ride the season out. Yeah, yeah, that's and you true. Or you just let him go and then. And then they go and get this guy where, you know, there's got to take some time and evaluate these there's guys. There's some other coaches that are still coaching in the playoffs right now that could have, you could you guys could have. Yeah, that you could have. Like the requested. Cowboys, what, Cowboys defensive coordinator or yeah, offensive coordinator? Yeah, I he's, he's going to be he's a, up for a hot job. candidate. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got Vic Fangio, who's supposedly interviewing with Denver. And you got Cliff Kingsbury, who just, who just, they just came out and said he's going to be. Uh, interviewing for head coaching positions. The Cardinals are really interested. So there's a lot of names out there that you can you can talk to. You can at least interview these people. Yeah, kind of feel what they want to do with Rodgers, what they want to do with the run game. Listen different. to what they have to say. Yeah. You know, you didn't even you didn't even interview McDaniel's yet. You didn't even interview Carmichael, yeah. the offensive coordinator from the Saints yet. Yeah. You interviewed what three or four guys, and then they, I guess. And the season's not even the season's not even done yet. And it's knocking shit over too. Man, yeah, it's the season's not Packers talk. The but. season's not even done yet. So yeah. what? I, I'm confused with so the timing. Do, so do you like it? Yes, no. I I can't say. So I, we're undecided. I I have to. I think I have to look more into it. Uh, hopefully this guy grows on me. Hopefully you know. Hopefully they have a well. It's not actually been confirmed yet. Okay, so this is really they're going to they're going to offer him the job. Okay, okay. If so. he takes it, he takes it. Whatever. So if he takes it, uh, I I I always watch like their their press conferences or whatever. Um, so I would definitely I will definitely watch oh, his conference uh. to see what he has to say, and hopefully whatever he has to say it grows on me. You know whatever. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll I'll keep you guys updated with how yeah. I think about it yeah. if you guys even want to know. So, so another so the next thing to move on is I know we only got two more things to talk about. Then we're gonna wrap it up. Demarius Thomas to Houston. He said it's. He said his return is up in the air because you know he got traded from the Broncos to the Texans midseason, and then I think it was like the the second to last game or the last game, no, something like that where he he tore his Achilles. Yeah, I remember he went down. So. It all depends on if he can recover and come back and be able to still play at a decent yeah. level. I would like to see him back. Yeah, why not? I like Demarius Thomas. Yeah, me too. And then the last thing you got is Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I mentioned him. He's uh, he's on the he. Apparently, he was uh, he wasn't they they weren't letting him. I think he's the uh, he's the offensive coordinator for um, one of these college teams. I forget. Okay, but they weren't let. They were not gonna let him talk to people, you know, about a coaching job or whatever. But now oh, apparently, Texas he's, Tech. Yeah, there we go. He uh, 
now he's like he's able to talk. Well, he's, he's out able. of Texas Tech now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, I it's believe over. so. Uh, I well, I think he ended up getting another job somewhere, whatever. But USC, that's where he's at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's able to get interviews and and because I've seen that the Cardinals or whatever had mutual interest. Yeah. Um, but while I see before I when I wrote that I put that he was able to interview to interview yeah. for the the jobs, okay. but now there's actually a team showing interest. So who is that? The Cardinals. They, oh yeah, they yeah, actually exactly. have. They actually have a mutual interest. All so, right. Um, but one thing I do want to talk about is the I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns job really quick because that has actually interested a lot of people. Bruce Arians came out and said, if I do come back to coach, it'll be that. It'll be that job. It's an exciting job. And now Josh McDaniels also has jo- mutual Josh interest. Josh McDaniels, guy from New England? Yeah. The, okay. yeah, the coordinator, coordinator there. So... Baker was right. People are going to want to come to Cleveland. He was spot on. And people are saying, I'm interested, or I only want to coach that team. That means something's going on in Cleveland. If you're a Browns fan, you should be happy. The tables are turning. Yeah, quick. And you know what? While we're on this, while we're on the, the, the Browns, I'm going to, I want to go to another team in that division. Cause I told you yesterday that I got beef. I got beef with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is Mike Tomlin? Should Mike Tomlin lose his job? Is it Mike Tomlin? I don't. I think part of it is like you have to keep these dudes under control. Yeah. AB I, wants but, to trade. They're talking about they're gonna they're gonna remove him. Not only do I have beef with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I got beef with Big Ben. He he won't acknowledge anything that's going he's, wrong. He's he's blaming he's blaming everyone else when they lose. And he's saying, "Oh well, I didn't know there was a problem." Yeah, me and AB's relationship isn't isn't fractured. Yes, it is. Yeah, this AB. guy, this you're contacting him and he's not answering you. There's you did something wrong. AB, but you heard, don't want to. There's it. this TV show on um, <laughs> on I don't know. Nick Cannon hosted it's like this, the Mass Singer or whatever. AB was on that. Yeah, I see. <laughs> AB, no wonder why you ain't showing up to practice, bro. What the hell you doing on that shit? He's about to he's about to quit football entirely. I saw something. Your shit. boy, um, pa- Panthers fan, he posted a picture today. Ralph, Ralph yeah, Knott. of um, A B in a in a Panthers helmet. Yeah, I didn't. I was know. confused. Photoshop is that Photoshop? Photoshop. Like, what you know, Panthers fan posted it might be a reach. If he goes there, that would be nuts. I wouldn't even want to go there if I was him. Yeah, Cam Newton gonna throw it over your head, dog. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be wide open in the end zone. A B, I don't know where A B would went, but last week we said. I think Le'Veon Bell should go to the Colts. Yeah. Could you imagine the Colts? The, I saw t- this week the first time the Colts have rushed for 100 yards was last week. I think that's the first game all season that they've rushed for more than 100 yards while running back has. One running back. And then you put Le'Veon Bell in that. You're you're probably almost guaranteed what? 100 yards every week. What? And he's perfect in the in the flat. He can catch. And they already have Hilton and Ebron. and <laughs> But can the Colts afford that? I mean, they probably can. I, I don't know what their cap's looking like. Yeah. I, they probably can. They probably can because they don't have really any big contracts. No big contracts. Maybe Andrew Luck's coming up. Maybe yeah. they'll have to. I think he was extended, but maybe he's his okay. contract. Oh, if he's extended, that's even but, better. But, yeah, Le'Veon Bell to the Colts, I wouldn't be mad I at I would it. love to see that. Now, A.B., where would you want to see A.B. move to? You know where <sighs> A.B. could go? 
Where? I might gas you a little bit. Oh, no. Don't say it. Y'all want to be reckless with the bread. <laughs> don't say it. You, saw, you talking about Green Bay? Yeah. Oh, shit. But uh, AB has a big contract that yeah. you have to pick up. And then then we got Rodgers and we got AB. And then, you know, we just resigned Devontae. Uh, we'd have to move some pieces around. Well, yeah. They're saying they want a first rounder. First or second rounder for AB. We got two. Two first rounds? We got two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might. We fleeced the Saints last year. We, it might we be took, enough. They took our first round pick and we took a first round pick. You know who That's else crazy. could really use AB, but I don't think they could get him. The Patriots. Cowboys. Yeah. Eagles. Eagles, definitely. Eagles need someone like him. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm him trying and to think of some Jeffrey other teams. Would be nasty together. Yeah, and I'm going to say this. Nick Foles. Nick Foles loves Alson. Yeah, he gets Alson him more gets involved. him involved. Carson Wentz doesn't, but... It seems like Carson likes to use his tight ends more than his actual receivers. His yeah. tight ends and running backs. I think that was because he was hurt. Yeah. He didn't throw the ball deep blanket. down. He didn't throw. He didn't try this year to throw it deep down because he wasn't 100%. Yeah. He yeah, didn't feel his legs under him. And he, I feel like the receiver he has a really good connection with, weirdly, is Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. It's weird, but... What what can you do? Yeah. You know, hopefully hopefully Carson Wentz comes back healthy and and, and he changes the And he whole... wants to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. You hey, you might throw a couple interceptions, man. But you got to give him the chance. Yeah. Throw the ball downfield. Like I was like I was saying people were like, "Oh, well, if Nick Foles wins us wins us another bowl, we should trade Wentz." But like No. It's it's it blows my mind how different the Eagles look with Foles than it than Wentz. I don't think Foles is the better quarterback. I'm gonna, ju- I'm gonna say this. I think the Eagles' offensive line has been playing much better. Yeah, like they want to protect this guy. <laughs> I don't get it, man. But you know, I don't think Foles is the better quarterback. No, not. Um, I think Doug, like Doug Peterson, for whatever reason, calls a better game with Foles. Um, they expect Wentz to do all this magical shit all the time. Yeah. And they just cut him loose, and you know, whatever. But it's weird. Like you can you can run some of, some of the similar plays yeah. with Wentz. You could run that RPO stuff, and even have Wentz pull down the ball and run. But he's yeah. not one hundred percent healthy, so yeah. he's gonna have to throw off. Of I that. think the Eagles, the biggest mistake the Eagles did this year was bringing Carson Wentz back too early. Yeah, yeah. They there was so much pressure on Doug Peterson with that, like. He was even getting pissed off. Yeah. Like, it was don't a distract- ask me. About- it was a distraction very yeah. early on in the so season. So he got asked about it so much. He was like, "You know what? Let me give these people what they want." It could have hurt. It, it came back to bite him in the ass because, I mean, it took a little bit, but Wentz got knocked out again. Yeah. So he won him a couple games. He lost him a couple games. He he had some some ups and downs, but. I expect Carson Wentz to come back. Yeah, and, me too. And He's the starting quarterback of the Eagles. Yeah, 100%. there's no doubt about that. And the Nick Foles, you are a backup, and you you do come in and play insane, insane. Best backup in the league. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Hands down. You can't. I don't think I can name anyone better. And he gets it done. Yeah, like we said in the biggest lost, moments. He lost one game this year, and that was in like the early in the season, like, like week two. Or one something. of the week one three. games that he played when Carson Wentz was still out. But same thing. He Carson goes out week fifteen. Same. Nick situation. Foles goes on a run. 
But I'm going to give some credit to the Eagles offensive line. The Eagles offensive line have been playing way better than they have played with Carson Wentz. Their running game got better. Carson Wentz was getting beat up. But... It also it also had to do with injuries. They had a lot of yeah. injuries up They're front. They're finally getting some. They're getting Jason healthy. Kelsey played this. This is Jason Kelsey, right? Yeah, he played yeah. this week. That's a big player. That's a big. Peters and Lane Johnson were both in. Yeah, like, so you need those tackles against that that caliber defense. That's why we sort of kept Wentz out. Wentz got hurt because we weren't because the Eagles were hurt. Yeah, on the front up line, front yeah. all year, and then they start to get back, and then you know Wentz has to miss out on it. Yeah. It's the same. Nick Foles gets to eat the – he gets to take all the credit for that. Yeah, he does. And it's not really all Nick Foles. It's just the Eagles get a little healthy on the front line, get some protection. Nick Foles can throw the ball deep downfield. Gives him the time to throw it. Yeah. But like Dariq said, Dariq said, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP quarterback, that has to give the Eagles confidence. Yeah, it does. Yo, we can beat anyone in the world with this guy. It already has shown. Exactly. they haven't lost with him yet. Well – when Carson Wentz yeah, went after down. week fifteen, right? Week fifteen, yeah. You know, came in and see. This is what was more. This is why I kind of had a feeling the Eagles would beat the Bears, even though I picked the Bears. I go back to the Rams, the Bears, <laughs> the Eagles. The Eagles went on the road and played in L.A. and beat the Rams. They beat the Rams up, didn't they? Yes. And the Bears had the Rams come in. No, that was the Cowboys that beat the Rams last, right? Like, didn't the Cowboys beat the shit out of the Rams? Um, uh, Whatever. This is good to the Eagles here. And, w- yeah, what what did it for me was, you know, I was rooting for the Eagles. I had to. I picked the Bears, but I really, really thought the Eagles had a good chance because I go back to the Rams. You know, the Rams have the highest, the higher seed out of the both. And they both, they both beat the Rams. But here's the only difference. The Eagles went on the road with a just a hurt team. You know, they were they were suffocating and they won. Yeah, so the Eagles won 30 to 23. Right. They stayed they they kept their season alive. The Bears hosted the Rams. I mean, they won. They played a great game. But Mitchell Trubisky was had like three picks or something like that. Yeah. Goff had four. So the Rams game for some reason, whatever for whatever reason I was thinking the Rams game is what did it for me. With me thinking, you know, the Eagles are have a really good chance, a really really good chance of, of really beating the Bears, in Soldier Field. I'm trying to pull up that Cowboys Rams game because if you protect the football, you're gonna beat the Bears because, they're like I said, their offense isn't really that good so. When did the if, Cowboys play the Rams? Damn. Did they play him? Did they play him this season? Am I tripping? Because I know. Because no, they didn't. Because they they, didn't. the scheduling is is like sometimes a team if a team like all right. So for example, the Packers finished third this season in the NFC North. They yeah. play. I think they play the the team that finished third in the NFC South. Yeah. And the team that finished third in okay, I so think it like has the to NFC do with West. the schedules. Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't know that's so, how it worked. So the Rams finished first in the NFC West, and the Eagles finished first. So that's why they in played each other. The NFC East. Okay. So they they you know they 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 pull each other because you know their their schedule. Each each team plays a certain division every year. Like I think the Eagles drew. Uh, 
what was it? The NFC, the NFC uh, South, right? They played Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa, and um, Falcons. Yeah, and then they drew the AFC. I think it was the AFC, AFC South. Yeah, because they played Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Indy. Yep. And then the other two divisions, they'll draw the first place finisher from, from those. Them. Okay. So the NFC West, they got the Rams. And I think the the AFC, what was it? The AFC West? They ended up playing no. Minnesota. Well, no. Yeah, the NFC North. Yeah, they, they got the NFC North, North finisher because we played the Redskins. We I think we finished third. I think we finished third last year too, and the Redskins finished third. Yeah. So yeah, okay, so that that makes sense. So they they got the NFC North first yeah. place finisher and whatever. So yeah, it has to do with like the scheduling. So I didn't I don't even know the the NFL did stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently like picked up on it because again we finished third and we we get the Falcons who f- also finished third in the NFC. Okay. The NFC South and I think the the AFC West or something. something, something I don't know. Really it's it's but confusing, you, yeah. but but I think it's I mean it's, it's kind of cool. Time to kind of wrap it. We're we're about an hour. Yeah, we, we I was rambling an <laughs> hour and a half the, about the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Big Brother Sports Talk episode sixteen. If you haven't yet, follow us on Twitter. We have Twitter. We use it all the time. Eight five six Philly. Baby Gomez 06, Pat Moolah 50. I think that that about does it. Yep. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Baby Gomez 06. Same as the Twitter. This is Big Brother Sports Talk episode 16. And that about does it for us this week. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to be here. Big, game, big games coming up this week. Divisional round playoffs. Yeah, so this is Big Brother Sports Talk.